Welcome back to the watch list. I'm Nicole Petalides live on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange for some thoughts on the markets and some stock picks. Let's bring in Devon Drew, Chief Executive Officer at DFD Partners. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So at this point now, there's so many balls in the air. I mean, I feel like we've gotten some news. We've, we've seen the latest inflation prints. We know what the Fed is thinking. We've gotten through midterms. But there still seems to be a lot of uncertainty or overhang on the market. Explain to me where you think we may be in the, in the move along the market. Yeah, thank you for asking me. You know, looking, I was very surprised at the latest PPI print. Right, you're seeing that it came in at 8% compared to 8.3%. But mm -hmm. what that did to the dollar and having the dollar drop precipitously uh, 60 pips broadly. Right. Now, normally with that PPI index, you don't normally see it move markets. But what that told me was that actually it is just another sign that inflation has peaked. Right. Now, with inflation peaking, you know, looking at the CPI numbers last week, you're seeing that it's starting to kind of come down to earth a little bit. Right. Now, for, for near-term markets, I think we're, we're, we're extremely bullish on that near-term. And the reason for that is, in the near-term, you know, it's going to take a few months to flesh out an, un, uh, an, an emergence in unemployment. So in the meantime, you're going to have a potentially hawkish Fed. You're going to have you know, resilient earnings. Mm -hmm. And all that is going to provide a good backdrop for risk on stocks, longer duration stocks such as technology. Well, it's interesting how you're willing to uh, bite the bullet here because a lot of folks are still so nervous. Mm -hmm. um, but to your point, we got CPI, PPI. It's it's funny that you say that about PPI because I was saying, how come nobody's really, you know, gearing up for the PPI? I mean, right. there could be really a lot of news and there really was news. It really just really echoed the fact it was the second print. So the Fed was watching the fact that inflation comes down. So when you look towards um, tech and growth stocks, uh, it sounds like you're a little unafraid, especially because valuations have come down. Um, there's certain parts of tech that you like. There's old tech, new tech, FANG, you know, AI, robotics. I mean, there's so many parts of tech. Yeah, so, you know, for me, I look at the longer end of the duration curve. The, cur the part of the curve that has been indiscriminately beaten up over, yeah. you know, over the past year. You know, you look at some holdings that are in Kathy Wood's product arc, right? And, and looking at that, how that's been taking a beating. So, you know, if you look at, you know, what I like, I like companies like Zoom, right? Could you look at companies like Zoom that's, that's, that's gearing up for their integration with not only Outlook, but other calendars and, and being able to uh, integrate that fully within the, within the entire ecosystem. Right, right. And people are still using Zoom. I mean, it's still um, often a way of choice. I mean, when the kids were doing class, they were doing it on Zoom. They right. weren't doing it on anything else. But there's still a lot of competition. I mean, I see it at 83.90 right now. The chart is up. It's down about 4% today. Is that a buying opportunity just in itself? So I think near term it is, and, and the way I'm looking at this, we still have about we still have about three you know three or so months where we get the unemployment numbers. I think actually that is what, why we're having this rally here, and you're seeing the Nasdaq right. rallying because you're, 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 the the unemployment numbers are not being priced in. So I think we have a, a nice three month rally before the bear market sets sets back right, in. Right, because you're worried that we'll have more unemployment, more layoffs. We're already getting so many right. tech I, layoffs I, as absolutely. it is, though. Absolutely. Um, so I, I think near near okay near term that. near near term bullish. Yeah. I, I think I think next year will be uh, you know will be a shopping hey, year. Yeah. Before I switch gears over to a financial name, um, just on the Fang names, for example, any names in there that you watch closely that you might be interested to pick up at any point? You know, you look at you know you look at Apple with their new product cycle, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you're and you're looking at it to where 
continuing to innovate the product cycle. Once again, a stock that you know, stock that I've owned for you know for a while that is continuing yeah. to be you know be, you know beaten up as the tech names continue right. to, to drop, but it being at a buying opportunity for you know for for a long term hold. Yeah, I always had uh, one trader friend down here. He said you never short Apple right. in the fourth quarter. Right. You know because everybody <laughs> wants something. Coming out, right. You know for holidays and all that. Um, I mean it's it has done well over the long term though has had some recent pullbacks right. and, and some cuts that have happened. Last but not least, I know you were you were looking at Blackstone in the world of, of finance. Tell me about that. I mean, we've had rates on the rise. Even those have peaked to a certain extent. For example, the 10-year right now is at 3.69%. Mm -hmm. right. right, so Blackstone is a company where I think they're making a bet, and their bet is the democratization of alternative investments within the private wealth, uh, the private wealth business and the ultra high net worth. So this is an environment, you're looking at who they're selling into and, and, a, and a good amount of the revenue is coming from private wealth. Right. You're looking at a space within a registered investment advisor space that currently is $120 trillion. However, by 2030, is it expecting to grow to $230 trillion, right? And you're right. looking at an alternative allocation that's going anywhere from 10 years ago, that was a one to 3% allocations in most, let's call it financial advisors, books of business. Now that's actually going to 20 upwards of 30% allocation and Blackstone, whether it's B-Credit or B-REIT, um, having the ability to take significant right. market share over, over the next year. When you think about private wealth management, I mean, you know, it's sort of where the smart money goes and what do they do? And they don't necessarily take a lot of risk, right, generally? Right, because they have to be stores of, of capital. People, a lot of people um, who have a lot of wealth are often on the older side, you know, getting closer to retirement and they don't want to risk too much. Uh, what's your advice there? So if you look at the demographics, right, mm -hmm. there's $68 trillion changing hands over the next 20 years, going from baby boomers all the way down to millennials and Gen Zs. And in fact, millennials invest three times more in alternatives than their baby boomer and gener generation X counterparts, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So as far as like an investment strategy, yeah. you know, our capital markets assumption aren't rosy over the next five and 10 years. So you could actually go out on the, on the risk parameter and actually increase your alternative allocation to be able to lock up that capital for longer periods of time and be able to get some attractive yields. Like, you know, some of these, some of these alternative products are giving you 14, 15, right. 16 IRR with the two and a half, three and a half MOIC. Right, so that's very attractive if I'm looking at from a private wealth space. Right, and if you're willing to take on a little risk, right? I Absolutely. Mean, and, and, you know, that's part of a diversified portfolio. If you Absolutely. have a barbell approach, right, you're going to have something that is a little more safe and maybe something that's a little more risky. It's great to see you today. It's Come great back to see you. Soon. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Devon Drew, Chief Executive Officer at DFD Partners. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me.